to Eat, Drink, Social. My name is Courtney Sandora, and throughout this podcast series, you'll be hearing from myself and the Go Social team. Go Social is a PR and social media marketing firm with offices in Denver, Colorado, and Louisville, Kentucky. We'll be discussing social media trends and influencer best practices in the food and beverage landscape. If you have any questions and want to reach out, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the Go Social, or you can visit our website at goforthbesocial.com. Hi, so we're excited to be here tonight with Steve Higdon of 60 Second Bourbon Review on TikTok. You're on some other platforms, but TikTok's really where he got his fame uh, started. So, you know, welcome, Steve, and we're excited to talk to you. Well, I appreciate the invite. I'm, I'm honored to be here. <laughs> So um, we just want to start off a little bit and just learn about you and then kind of go into the social side of things in your TikTok account. So um, so when did your love for bourbon start? Yeah, it's a really good question. So I grew up in Louisville, uh, but my dad never drank bourbon. He was a beer drinker. And so I wasn't influenced by my father, but I probably started drinking bourbon for the first time in college, as a lot of people do. And I would say that I probably started appreciating bourbon at probably closer to age 32, 35. Uh, so I drank it uh, not consistently, not regularly. I drank it in mixed drinks um, that I was no connoisseur by any means. But probably in the mid-30s, after I got married and kind of settled down, my friends and I, we all started drinking it, really trying to enjoy it. And I think at age 40, it just really, really took off where that was the drink of choice. And I like to explore and try different things and, you know, the higher proof stuff. And so it probably took me 10 or 15 years of 15 years of exploring to, to find that it's my true love. So have you, you're currently in Louisville now, correct? I am. Yeah, I am. You've always been a Kentuckian? Seventh generation Kentuckian. I wow. can't get out of here. Yeah. Are you a Kentucky colonel? Uh, I am a couple of times. I sure am. Oh, wow. Yeah. In fact, in fact, one of my fun TikToks is someone asked me, how do you become a Kentucky Colonel? And so I showed my Kentucky Colonel frame from Governor Paul Patton 200 years ago. And then I very kind of cleverly showed the second one I got from Brereton Jones. And anyway, it's, uh, it's not a very complicated club to be in. It's kind of who you know and at the right time. And you don't have to do anything special. But I am a Kentucky Colonel. I sure am. Very good. Very good. So um, I did see, uh, as we talked about a little bit before this, that I'm from Colorado and I saw that you were semi-recently here from Col in Colorado. You saw marble distilling and. Well, not only did I see marble distilling, we became friends, I think for life, but uh, we did a barrel pick at marble distilling. So we're going to release a marble barrel pick in Louisville on June the 18th. And uh, Connie and Carrie Shanks, the owners First of all, they're going to be in Louisville here in a couple of weeks at the Distillers Conference, December 4th, and we'll see them then. But they're going to be back June 18th with the Big Bourbon Club and releasing the barrel pick. And they're great people, great, great boutique distillery. And as Carrie and Connie like to say, we're not trying to replicate Elijah Craig and, and um, Old Forester and all the great Kentucky bourbons. We're trying to create the best Colorado bourbon. It's unique, it's different, and it's absolutely delicious. So did you get to try a lot of the Colorado whiskeys when you were here? Well, we, we visited two distilleries. Marble was one, and we went to, we met Al Laws and spent the day with him. 
had an absolute blast with Al. In fact, we're working on something now for uh, later in the year that'll be really cool. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. It was a it was a different beast coming from Kentucky to Colorado and the whiskeys and just even the pricing and the age. Yeah. And you really have to kind of flip your mindset on. Yeah, and you know it, it's interesting. You know, I'm kind of a homeboy being from Louisville and and ran the Chamber of Commerce and promoted local businesses and I'm a huge huge fan of bourbon because it's America's only native spirit, right? But it's not Kentucky's. Kentucky doesn't own bourbon. America owns bourbon. And there are a lot of places with really, really, really good bourbon. Again, in the words of Kerry and Outlaws, we're not trying to replicate what's really, really great in Kentucky. There's Kentucky bourbon's fabulous. So is Tennessee bourbon. So yeah. is Texas bourbon. We're trying to create the best Colorado bourbon we can with the local grains, the local water, the local, you know, the the local, you know, temperatures and fluctuations with atmospheric pressure and all that kind of stuff as it ages. But at the end of the day, bourbon is America. It's not just Kentucky. And um, I really appreciate great bourbon wherever it comes from for the differences and the nuances, not because it all tastes like my favorite brand. Yeah, definitely. So um, when I saw someone that did a, I asked a funny question, they said, you know, do you just travel the world drinking bourbon? <laughs> That's one of those. I got to tell you, I've had a, a million comments. That's one of the funniest ones I've ever read. Do you just walk around the planet yeah. Earth drinking bourbon is what he said. <laughs> I laughed out loud for five minutes. <laughs> so I guess just to get to know you, what else do you like to do aside from drinking bourbon? Are you? In the horses, well, or yeah, what do you like to do? Well, I we have four sons, oh, and wow. we're we have a very close family, and uh, love hanging out with the boys. Though three of them don't live here anymore, but two are in college and one's in Charlotte. But uh, you know, I'm I'm an empty nester for the first time after many 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 years of running a crazy family and coaching lacrosse and traveling all the time with kids sports, and all of a sudden, you know, I've got a little downtime, and so. You know, this whole big bourbon club thing was, it was an accident. It was, it was not planned. It was not strategic. It was never contemplated one time in my entire life, even though I love bourbon and I'm from Louisville, but it was an accident of COVID. It was an accident where my son, well, I'll, I'll back up. We, my boys and I, the two older boys, they went to the University of Kentucky. When they graduated, one went to Charlotte. He's still there. One went to LA. And after four and a half years, he just moved back. But as they were, as they were away, we would sit around watching on Monday nights, our favorite TV show, The Bachelor. It's is it everybody's favorite show, right? So we would watch this crazy show. And I had a couple of nephews in, in my brother-in-law and my, my sons. And we had a little text stream going as we would watch The Bachelor and talk about the girls. We talk about the guys and just, it was just kind of a way to blow off steam and, and enjoy each other's company via text. And, um, uh, the only way that I could get through a, an episode of The Bachelor was a couple of drinks of bourbon. So <laughs> I would make me a bourbon and then I would get bored and I would do a selfie bourbon review. I would do literally a selfie review holding the phone in this exact chair where I'm sitting right now, holding it, shaking, no ring light. And I would do some crazy ass review that that was just ridiculous just to tease the boys. And anyway, after four years and 50 videos stored up in my phone, eating up all my storage, one of my sons, Connor, said, Dad, some of those are actually kind of funny. He goes, not many of them, but a couple of them are. He goes, why don't you put them on TikTok 
And I said, what's TikTok? And I, I knew what TikTok was, but I didn't have an account. I really did, really honestly thought it was for mostly young kids dancing, lip syncing and all that stuff. And it didn't take long to figure out that it's the, not only the fastest growing social platform, it's incredibly diverse in terms of adult topics, no matter, you, you name a topic, and there is some really cool content on there. And so I posted, as he asked me to, one of my videos. And when I opened it up, it said, what's your handle? I said, what's my handle? I don't have a handle. I don't have a brand. No one knows me. I'm Steve. I'm just drinking bourbon. Mm -hmm. And so I said, well, you can only do 60-second reviews, and I'm doing bourbon. So I said, 60-second bourbon review. I just literally wrote out that name, and that's since become, I guess, 16 million views later, people kind of know me by that. And so I posted the first video and a couple of days later, I go to literally delete that account because there was no way I was in the mood for another social account, even though I didn't do a lot of it. It had 70 something thousand views. I hadn't hashtagged it. I didn't edit it. In fact, if you go back and look at my very first review, which was a Willow Pot still, it was about a minute and seven minute review so the only thing i said about the bourbon about the review part was in the last seven seconds and it got cut off so the video itself wasn't even edited it was actually cut and it didn't even finish and i got <laughs> seventy thousand views in two days i'm like what I, I jumped up and i went to my wife i said oh my god is there a point zero or is a zero point and she goes that's seventy thousand, and it just oh took gosh. off like mad like wildfire it's just crazy well, I got to tell you, like, you know, I've been in the the whiskey industry for 20 years and, you know, I, Tom Fisher is one of the first that launched, you know, bourbon blog. And all of a sudden I started seeing you. I'm like, where'd this guy come out of like nowhere <laughs> on TikTok? I didn't, I did. Hey, Courtney, I didn't come out of nowhere. I came out of this chair onto yeah. my, onto my deck in my backyard. It wasn't yeah. nowhere. Well, I'm, it was impressive. I got to tell you. Um, so I, I do have twin uh, boys who are nine. So tell me what it's like to be an empty nester. It sounds fabulous. It's, it's fabulous. <laughs> it's fa We love our boys and we're very close to them, but it's, it's uh, you know, our boys never created any big issues or problems, but yeah. it's just a lot of work. And to be a fully committed parent, mom and dad, it's just a lot of work and you need to be there 24 seven. And all of a sudden now I'm not worried about what they're doing or where they are. And if they need me, they'll call me. And to have a little, I still work. I have a real job that requires an enormous amount of time for me, which I love. Um, but it allows me, and, and I, I serve as chair of a board in Louisville and, I do, and I'm on a couple of other boards. And so it allows me to do some more free time stuff that otherwise I really didn't have time to do. So we're very happy and it's, uh, it's, it's relaxing, I would say, much more so than it has been the last 25 years. Yeah. Very good. So, I mean, you touched on the big bourbon club and I don't want you to say anything that you're not ready to say, but is there any kind of brief explanation or. That you well, let me, so, so the big bourbon club was created as a result of the, this TikTok phenomenon that happened. And in hindsight, if you go back and study it, I figured out why I became kind of famous on TikTok. I was the first bourbon reviewer period. Okay. And if you were to hashtag bourbon a year and a half ago, there was nobody literally that had reviewed bourbon. I jump on there in August. And I think if anybody searched for bourbon or a whiskey, I'm the first guy that pops up because I'm the only guy talking about it and hashtagging it. Right. And so it, it's, um, it's time and place and the time and place happened to be right for my stupid little videos. Cause I had no intention. I had no thought ever once of more than 10 people seeing a video. I really didn't. 
<laughs> and it's taken on an entirely new life. But what happened was after about a month and all of a sudden each video would gain steam and get a lot of views, like incredible tens of thousands of 70,000s, 150,000. It's like numbers I couldn't even contemplate. I started getting questions and it took me about two months to realize that you could receive questions on TikTok. I didn't know. I didn't look. And I, I look in there and I've, I've got like 390 questions that I didn't even know were there. Oh my gosh. And so from my previous days that we had talked about earlier in Bobby and corporate social media, I knew that the only time to truly create an engagement is to respond immediately in social media. If you don't respond, you've lost that opportunity forever. And so I went back and I literally started answering all these questions and the questions were almost like a 1-800 bourbon concierge line. It could have been a question about the bourbon trail. It could have been about alcohol tax. It could have been about how do you make a Manhattan? What's a rye whiskey? It could have been anything. Many of the questions that they asked me on TikTok as if I'm the expert, because I'm not, and they thought I was, I would go to Google and look at the answer. <laughs> and I would literally cite Google in my, as I would type out the questions. And so I realized quickly there, there's an opportunity here and there's a missed opportunity for America. And I'm putting on the hat that I used to wear for a decade, which was the CEO of the Louisville Chamber of Commerce, where I supported local corporations, including your alma mater, Brown Foreman. Now, Brown Foreman didn't need a whole lot of help from the chamber, but small and mid-sized businesses did. And I put on that hat and I'm like, how can I help these people that don't come from Louisville? They don't look like me. They don't have access like me, but they want to learn about bourbon. And I've always believed, and I know for an absolute fact that bourbon is fun. If bourbon is not fun, then whoever you are, you're not doing it right. And for <laughs> someone like you, who's a lady for a, a millennial, maybe for someone who lives in Montana, it could be an African-American, but for someone who doesn't look like me, they don't have the access that I've had to bourbon. Now, that's not to say that someone like you in the corporate world did. Peggy Stevens did. Some Certainly people found their way. Yeah. But it, it's much easier for a guy like me in Louisville growing up with the Paul Varga and Bill Samuels was my board chair. Bill Street was my board chair. Wes Henderson's five kids went to grade school with my four kids and then high school. And then I was at the Angels Envy release party. Steve Beam went to grade school with me and Trinity High School with me. I know everybody because I'm from Louisville. And then I served in the chamber role. And so I've got all this access and I'm thinking, bourbon's fun. It's America's only native spirit. I want to be the great connector from Kentucky bourbon and all bourbon to people that want to learn more about it. So I created the Big Bourbon Club, which is the planet's only virtual bourbon club. And it's we've got 3,200 members, which is, wow. we started two weeks from today. So 3,200 members the first year. We've had a live event in Louisville with my business partner, which is Joe's Older Than Dirt. And we've oh, had a distillery. It started in March. We had Limestone Branch come out. Steve Beam flew in from Florida for it. Um, and Stephen Fonte. We had Peerless come out. We had Caleb come out, the youngest master distiller out there. Caleb came out from Peerless and his teammates uh, were in April. We then had Horse Soldier fly up from Florida. And Scotty Neal, one of the founder owners, one of the real horse soldiers in the movie uh, uh, that, that was portrayed in the movie was here. We've had Heaven Hill, Old Forester, Knob Creek. We've had Uncle Nearest come up from Tennessee. We've had some of the best brands and some of the best distilleries come to my bourbon club in Louisville to present on average to 85 to 90 people live. 
And then we live streamed it on Facebook to the world, Virtual Bourbon Club. We have an app with the Big Bourbon Club. That's It's a proprietary app. We're getting over 200 engagements a day just on people who sign into the Big, Big Bourbon Club app. So we've created a community. It's growing fast. It's diverse as hell. And it's really fun. And I never dreamed of a bourbon club in my life. I'd never have belonged to a bourbon club my entire life. And I drink a lot of bourbon and I have a nice collection of bourbon and I have access to bourbon. I've never been to a club and all of a sudden I own one and I've never had so much fun for a hobby in my life. It's been really, really, really a cool and a blessing for this to happen. I love hearing these stories. And I got to tell you, there's a lot of even bartenders during the COVID that got on TikTok and, and have really like just watched their audience grow and it, and it manifests into something bigger. So it's so fun to see that. Um, that's yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's been a blast. I couldn't, I wouldn't change a thing. I just joined uh, Peggy's Bourbon Woman. Uh, we have a Colorado chapter. So that, that's been my first club that I joined, but I'll have to check out yours. Um, you know, uh, you know, the, the bourbon women clubs over a decade old, um, there's like 10,000 plus members, I believe chapter 12 or 14 chapters around the country. Peggy is, is one of the absolute great pioneers, the first ever female bourbon master taster in the world. And she's a dear friend from grade school. And I'm positive she had a crush on me for all of those years. Oh, I'll have to confirm this. <laughs> well, she she won't confirm it to me, but I, I felt like she did back then. But uh, no, we're we're dear friends and literally grew up right down the street from one another and went to grade school together. And uh, her son, Ernie, grew up with my oldest son. They went to grade school and high school together, but great people, great family. That's great. So you mentioned, you know, your kids suggested TikTok. <laughs> Do they give you tips now or has the tables turned and you're giving them tips? Yeah. Big dog doesn't need any tips from the, from the young pups. No, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty good. <laughs> no, it's funny. It, they're so busy in their own lives. I think they've had a lot of fun with it. Uh, their friends more than them have fun with it. One of the funniest stories is my youngest son is a, this year he's a sophomore at the university of Kentucky. So last year he was a freshman and I coached all of his best friends, right? I coached all of my boys through grade school sports. And anyway, one of his best friends was on one of my lives. Now, this kid at the time, 17 years old, he's not even old enough to be on it, but he's on one of my lives. And I, I notice his handle. It's, it's our next door neighbor. And I get on the live. I said, Andrew, what are you doing out here? And we start talking. And it turns out that all of his buddies from grade school that are up at UK or in another room on live. So we've got like three rooms in his dorm all on my live instead of doing their homework. I'm like, what, what the hell's going on? It's coach Higdon. They call me coach. I'm like, this is out of control, but you know, the kids are having fun with it. I, I dropped a, I guess that's the term. I think that's what the cool people say. I dropped a video tonight on TikTok, but I did a, are you familiar with the soldier boy guy? Uh huh. Yeah. I did a, I did a soldier boy video with Pinhook tonight and I literally, I literally hit enter the second before I called you for the podcast. Oh but uh, when I do stuff like that and the, what, what do they call it? The AMSR, the people that. Oh yeah. Can, yeah. <laughs> did you see my video of that? I did not. I'm going to have to check that out. Well, go. I, I like to make fun of a lot of people and I, I okay. hold no. Yeah, no, but I did that. And they think I'm absolutely a, a freak, but it's fun. <laughs> I, 
I just learned what ASMR was myself um, not that long ago. My team had to tell me. So um, I didn't know what it was, but I was just making fun of all these crazy people whispering and making funny noises. Yeah. And so go watch, go watch the video. It's funny. Makers did a, a real clever, I, their marketing's always so clever. And uh, they did a, a good Instagram post and it referenced ASMR. Um, oh, did it really? Oh, is it, is, does Doe Anderson still do all of their work? I think so. Yeah, I do. They, they, they did it for 25 years. Yeah. I assume that they probably, Todd Spencer and that gang, they're good at what they do. They are. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, I noticed your nickname was Uncle. How did that come about? Well, really simple. It came about on TikTok because I'm the old guy, right? And somebody, I couldn't even, I, I, I have no idea who it was. They started calling me Uncle Steve because I was older than them. And, okay. and then uh, Vine Pair did a feature on me. Um, they, did a, they did an entire feature on TikTok in, uh, for like two or three weeks in a row. And they featured me in there. And, and the title called me Uncle Steve, which was taken from somebody on tiktok because i'm the old guy so that's what i'm known as is uncle steve it's better than grandpa steve right <laughs> without a doubt without a doubt so um a doubt. on your videos what what do you do you notice like a trend on what performs well do you kind of have a gut feel yeah. for that <clears throat> yeah it's really interesting because when I literally, as we as we discussed earlier when i started posting videos no one was literally no one was doing bourbon reviews. And no matter what video I did, no matter how good or how bad it was, it would get 60, 70, 50,000 views. It was just crazy. And then it, it kicked off the burger. I, I kicked off the bourbon TikTok trend unintentionally, but there are thousands of people today that review bourbon. At some point, I would say in May or June before summertime this past year, maybe six, eight months ago, at some point I started noting a, noticing a trend that a a typical review for me, and let's say one of what I would consider a really good review versus one that was not so good, really started dropping down to maybe four or 5,000 views on average. And, and the numbers were just dramatically smaller. And what I found out was I did a lot of research and talked to some people that know, but there was so much bourbon content being posted okay. that they actually, they actually cut down on with through their algorithm of how many people that I would hit and others hit. And so it was almost overnight. It was really bizarre and it was very frustrating to me because I was getting excitement by how many people I could touch and how many I could talk to. And the big bourbon club was taken off. And all of a sudden the same videos are getting two and three. Right now, a tradition, this stupid little soldier boy video I did that took me about, it took me, it took me one take and took me about 10 minutes tonight. It won't get 5,000 views because none of them do anymore. So yeah. what really does well is not me drinking a bourbon, a brand. And I've had probably 150 different bourbon bottles sent to me by distilleries to review them because I don't charge. I just do it for fun. And the only caveat is it's a very genuine review. If I don't like it, I'm going to be really, really honest. Now, I like most bourbon. So it's a pretty good shot that I'm going to like it. But uh, most reviews that do really well and will hit 20,000 or more today or when I'm being serious about a topic in a listing, name your top 10 rise, name your top five bourbons under 20 bucks, name your top 10, whatever it is. If it's a list and I speak to it, no drinking, no smoking, no music, just literally talking seriously about a list, it'll go crazy. Nothing else does. 
nothing else does. That's a really great tip. Um, and, and to your point, it, it is depressing when you see those changes in the algorithm. We face that all the time. Like I noticed, you know, on Instagram when Reels were, was first became a thing on Instagram because um, they were trying to knock off TikTok, then we got a lot of great reach. But even that now is going down some. So yeah. you always got to think about what's the next thing <laughs> for sure. Um, yeah. Men- you mentioned, you know, getting bottles from brands. How do you work with brands? Well, I, I, w- I would, I think there's a lot of opportunities to do that. So number one, with the big bourbon club, the, the audience that, that I seem to connect with would be smaller, more boutique brands who don't have brand recognition and who have, who don't touch millions of people. So for example, Jim Beam doesn't really need Uncle Steve to go review a bourbon though they'll be happy to give me one, but they don't need me to do that, right? But to go partner with a, so for tonight, I'm, I, I literally did a pinhook review on that uncle, that soldier boy thing. Um, pinhook sent me uh, a, burb, uh, a bourbon and a rye and a couple of other expressions. I've had all sorts of distilleries send me different things. And a lot of the distilleries, they're boutique. They're from unique places. Some of them are really big. Some of them are fast growing. But for the most part, uh, the brands that are interested, um, they literally ship bourbon to me and ask me if I'd be happy to review it. And the more sophisticated ones have actually followed up and have tried to do some, I wouldn't call it a promotion, but uh, different types of things with the social media. Okay. Yeah, that, that's good to know. Is there, do you, were there, did you get any like packages that you really loved? Cause we're, you know, we're, we do that for brands. So anything you, that stood I tell out. You the, no. I tell you the, the, the bottle and the packaging that I received that was by far the best I've ever gotten is Garrison brothers. Mm. I mean, they put real money into it. It's beautiful. The bourbon. In fact, the, the young lady that, that runs their PR, she's actually, she's not corporate. She is like you. She's a hired gun, but she's a, she's a great PR social media person. She's out in LA. We've talked several times, but uh, they have done a great job through promoting and reaching out proactively to influencers, placing product, and then hoping to get some good partnerships. Where where it's where it's been kind of transformational for me is that through the brands that I meet, like Marble Distilling, Carrie and Connie, as I mentioned earlier, they've become good friends with Suzanne and me. And we've been to see them and they're coming here in December, but they sent me two bottles because they saw my TikTok. I'd never heard of them. They had never heard of me. And those bottles sat on my shelf for probably four months, along with a hundred other bottles. And he kept calling and kept calling and he wasn't pushy, but he was, he was anxious to get me to put it on TikTok because of the reach. And so finally I did. And it was really, really good. I had no idea, never heard of it. The branding's incredible, um, and the juice is even better. And I FaceTimed him, and he picks up the phone. He had no idea who it was. And I told him, but he looks at me, and he goes, Uncle Steve. <laughs> we became friends at that very moment, and we'll, all, we'll be uh-huh. friends for life. But he's got great bourbon. They're the first fully sustainable, using rainwater for everything in the entire country for a distillery. They've been at it for 10 years. They, they, they bloody their knuckles. They work 15 hour days. They were just written up in one of the top magazines for one of the top boutique hotels at their distillery. They have a, um, 
They have a they have a Vendome still. I mean, it's the real deal. Um, and so who knows what happens, right? But I think through the Big Bourbon Club, we can really touch a lot of these brands and give them exposure directly to thousands of people who love bourbon where they can really create, you know, a lot of touch points that otherwise they didn't have. Yeah, that's exciting. Well, I know I know you have a busy night coming up. Not only did you do Soldier Boy, but you have more coming up. So um, I do want to know, just with the holidays, if there's one bourbon you could find under your tree or that you could review, what would that bourbon be that you haven't had yet? Wow, that's I don't know that I could answer. That is a, that's a great great question. I'll tell you this: last. Thanksgiving a year ago in about a week, right? Um, I had never had wild turkey rare breed ever one time in my life. I'd heard good things about it. I picked up a bottle at the liquor store and the whole family was home. And so I had just started this TikTok journey and we went on the deck, made a fire and we did a little TikTok of my wife who doesn't drink bourbon and my four boys who do drink bourbon and even the ones who are underage, just a little bit at home we all cheered with a wild turkey on Thanksgiving day. And about an hour later, this is a true story. I walk in and my wife, Suzanne is sipping on a wild turkey by herself doing the dishes. <laughs> good I'm like, what are you doing? She goes, Steve, that was really good. So wild turkey last year, I don't know. I, there, there's, I don't know what bourbon it would be. Uh, I've been blessed to have access to a lot of different ones, but I think for this Thanksgiving, I'm going to do another wild turkey. I'm going to do another rare breed because it served our family well last year. How about that? That sounds good. That's a great recommendation. Well, um, we are definitely going to keep our eyes out for the big bourbon club. Is there anything else that you'd like to plug before we wrap up? Well, so bigbourbonclub.com and we have a free membership and we also have a premium membership. But we would love for you to join for free to test it out. And when you join BigBourbonClub.com, it, when you hit join now, it will take you to the app. You can't go to the app store and pull it down. you got to go direct to the link. But when you download our proprietary app, that's where all the excitement is. We're having two to 300 engagements a day. There's all sorts of things in there. But if you would join for free, kick the tires, we have... I cannot tell you how many cool distilleries we're lining up for next year's event calendar. It'll blow your mind. Um, I had a drink with Mark Carter, uh, with old Carter three weeks ago, Luxro today, makers mark a couple of days ago, um, Yellowstone peerless Buffalo trace. We've got some cool stuff coming. And so stay tuned to BigBourbonClub.com, And I hope you all join the family. We'd love to have you. Definitely. I'll have to do that. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time tonight. And it's been a blast, Courtney. I really appreciate it. Let's do it again tomorrow night. Same time, same All place. Right. I'll be there. <laughs> Take care. Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. That wraps up today's episode of Eat, Drink, Social. Thanks for listening. If you have a story to share or know somebody that does, feel free to reach out to us.